Going out to dinner with a group can be stressful. What, with all these modern entree choices? It can be a real hassle. That's why I order just a bunch of small plates to share. Yes, just a bunch of small plates to share is a great way to try a lot of different menu items. So try just a bunch of small plates to share today. Hello and welcome to Talking Schmidt. I'm your host, Eric Schmidt. And I'm Greg Burmeister. How about that? And today we have a great guest for you. His name is Matt Leary. And uh, he used to be a comedian, but then gave it up. And gave you'll, it up. you'll find out why shortly. Yes, we'll get to that. But first, Greg, an interesting thing happened to me on the way here today. Interesting. Yes. Uh, my wife and I were taking a walk, mm-hmm. and a um, one of those trucks that has the big water jugs in it, you know, for offices. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the big Poland Spring, the blue. Yeah. Th- those ones. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we were walking, and we were near Central Park, and uh, that truck made a left turn onto Central Park West, and they didn't close the sides. Oh, so buddy. like 15 to 20 of those giant jugs just went shooting out like towards the sidewalk and uh, ran into a bunch of... Uh, they're setting up for that big uh, the Central cent- Park. The concert. Yeah, yeah the concert in Central Park, mm-hmm. which will be over by the time uh, this airs. So you'll have to suspend your disbelief here, listener. But yeah, they just went all over the place, ran into, smacked into like the... Uh, you know, the trucks they had there for that and the people all came running out thinking they were like under attack or something because, I mean, it was wow. loud as shit. Yeah. And a bunch of them were bursting and just water was shooting everywhere. Um, so that was that was some early, that was some morning excitement. Yeah. Right here. You know, nothing wrong with a little morning excitement once in a while. Yeah. Uh, well, without, you know, with that in mind. <laughs> let's, let's, I, I won't forget it. <laughs> all right, good. Let's talk to Matt. How close? How close did you live to the uh, to Bada Bing? Thirty mm, minutes. Yeah? yeah, that's the fictional uh, strip club. What was it really oh, called? You're recording right now. Are you doing that that trick where you turn it on and then you're like, "Hey, we're just having a." <laughs> well, I mean, we were accidentally shit. recording before this. No, so. I'm just, sorry. <laughs> I just really wanted to blow up your spot immediately into this podcast. No, um, yeah, I lived like a half hour from the Bada Bing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where is the Bada Bing? And what is it actually called? I don't called? know, but I know that oh, I'm going to get it wrong. But I think the Sopranos family lived in Paramit. No, it's a P P name that was 20 minutes away from me. I was in Glen Ridge, Montclair area. Okay. Um, the Bada Bing was on some highway that I've probably driven on a million times, but I never, never drove by it because I don't know why. Just because I never. I think I saw it once in my life, but I knew. I knew it existed out there in a 20-mile range from me. Did you watch Sopranos? No. What? Yeah. Yeah, Greg hasn't either. Yeah, I've Um, seen like a couple random episodes. Have you heard of it? Yeah, no, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's the show. It's It's pretty good. good. I heard it's good. Yeah, I heard it's pretty I think you should check it out, but you don't have to listen to me. It was the first (laughs) TV show that they filmed to make it look like a movie. So like every episode was like... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started the revolution of like good television, of like well-made, expensive television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. High, very even, high budget. Even the HBO shows before that, like, weren't good. They were like fine. Yeah, but they weren't like that kind of like cinematic. That one put them on the map. Yeah, but yeah, no, I didn't watch it because everyone in my town watched it, and they all seemed like they liked it for the wrong reasons. 
Like yeah. they were just like, yeah, these guys rule. Like, yeah, like mobsters are fucking cool, man. Let's cheat on <laughs> our girlfriends and be yeah. assholes to each other. Also, all, all the it came out what in '99. Yeah. So I was what I was 13. So the last thing I really wanted to watch was like a hard, sad drama about Italian mobsters. But and all my all of my friends' parents were like, "This is the show," and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the advice of." All my friends' parents on what shows to watch. I'm well, gonna, it's actually I'm gonna really, watch. I'm going to watch like I, Dumb and Dumber. Right? Yeah, I watch something incredibly <laughs> fucking quality. stupid. Yeah, yeah. It, it's quality. actually a really funny show too. Um, so I've heard. One day, I'm not anti it, and I know it's good, and I like those types of shows. Yeah, I just. Well, you were so I didn't watch it back then, but what I found really interesting watching it, I think I, I don't think I watched it till like 2015. And I was really annoying at work in those days because I would, come in, I would come in and be like, oh, my God. And like, oh, my God. You guys hear about this one character? Yeah. They're like, dude, we watched that when it came out. Yeah. Six, like almost a decade ago. ago. Yeah. yeah more out. than a decade ago. You guys know Buscemi was on it? <laughs> like, yeah, we know, man. Who cares? But like, I really enjoyed watching. Uh, I really related to his son because his son, in the because you love Slipknot a lot. No, no, no. Oh yeah, I forgot he went through a Slipknot. But like, in I the, know a lot of facts about. Yeah, this you show, know too. You I know more than I do. The I'm, internet, I'm man. Down with Slipknot. Yeah, oh, me too. Yeah. I used to not be. I used to be like, new metal sucks, and now I'm 35, and I'm like, new metal's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You watch the Woodstock '99 doc and still haven't. I, oh I'm, really? You know what it is? I'm afraid to. I think it's going to make me feel sad. I've heard. It it, I've heard it's it pretty will make depressing. Me feel sad. It's, it's yeah, it's very depressing. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just it's just pure chaos so in addition to not watching the sopranos yes but, uh, another offensive thing that you being from jersey don't like is that's bruce, a, Br- bruce springsteen i don't dislike bruce springsteen okay good but i don't love bruce springsteen yeah. i think i'm a self-loathing new jerseyite that would Does explain. that make any sense yeah, yeah it's course, like yeah. it's like everyone in jersey was like i love it because it's jersey and i'm like i don't I, got, I want to get out of here. Because <laughs> I don't like Jersey <laughs> particularly. Well, you know what? Looking back, I do like Jersey. I think Jersey is a fantastic state, if you ask me. Okay. Uh, Putting there's them on the li- No, there's literally like, it's it's the, I think it's like one of the more interesting states in America. Because like, there's like every type of America in this tiny little state. Like if you go southwest, you're fucking in like Alabama. <laughs> like if you go southeast, you're at the shore. Yeah. You go like up northwest, you're like in like the fancy pants upstate New Yorkish suburbs. Style yeah, suburbs, suburbs of the city. And yeah. then like North Jersey, kind of North Jersey eastwise, like you're in like the forget about it zone. <laughs> but there's also like Upper Montclair is like disgustingly rich hills and shit. And, like, That's Yogi where you grew Barrow up. lived over there. That's where you grew up, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's just a million different little pockets and they all look like painfully different. And it's like in the tiniest little fucking state, you know? I think it's kind of cool. I grew up in the suburbs of Florida and I think it was kind of similar to the suburbs of Jersey in that like, in that youth soccer was very popular. Yeah. Did you play as a kid or just, or did you get into it like later? No, I played as a kid. Like I, played little- it, I played as a kid and I sucked until third grade like i didn't make the team 
first and second grade and all my friends did and oh, i man. felt yeah I'm i know so, so it was, i didn't mean to bring that no it was I'm really so no it all worked out because okay. in third grade they oh. i made the team and i i got mvp oh, oh my god that's a dude that's and like, i won a soccer ball what <laughs> yeah that's like at the pizza Jordan. party at the end i got i won a soccer ball for being mvp because you're about my kids were pissed off about that too like, who's <laughs> they're this still little, bitter who's this little <laughs> shit? yeah yeah i still got death threats so you're exactly like michael jordan in that he was cut from his high school teams am, and then ended up achieving greatness. I am exact. Yes. And by greatness, you mean third grade winning a soccer. Yeah. Well, no, I was captain of my soccer team my senior year of high school. Oh. But big fish, small pond situation. Uh, we weren't that good. Uh. We like were five. We came out 500, but we were in like the lowest caliber league. Did you go to a public high school? Or? Yes. Okay. I went to a public high school, but you know, I graduated with 90 kids. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, so 94 super small. kids, I think. I think it was 94. Well, like, we want to be exact. Maybe it was 106. <laughs> Either way, it was fucking small as shit. It was really small. Hmm. Yeah, really really tiny high school. It felt like a private school without uniforms. Wow. Because I, I grew up in like an upper middle class, upper middle class to rich town, uh, but tiny. It was, like a, it was like a little waspy town surrounded by like, Irish and Italian people like in other like I was right by Bloomfield and Montclair and stuff like that more kind of like Montclair is super rich but there's also kind of a blue collar element to it Bloomfield's kind of got that middle class vibe and then Glenridge is the town everyone collectively hated and you were representing the Irish and I was but it but even the even the Irish and the Italians in my town, which were plentiful, let's not offend a, any of them. No, please. no, they, but they had a wa- they had like kind of like a a, a waspy vibe. I don't think wa- wasps call no, them wasps. Yeah, because yeah. they suck. It's also yeah, they're yeah. Also, you know, they're ex, also Protestant. Like so. slack, eh, eh, ex-slave owners. Whoa! All <laughs> right, <laughs> am I wrong? Great, here yeah, come the tweets. <laughs> no, I'm saying I don't. You know, I don't like wasps. Uh, well, all they right, sting, but now they're going to come after. Like they, they sting, baby. <laughs> so, did, um, did you listen to a lot of Dave Matthews band in those years? In high school, I did. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. Go to a lot of the concerts. Where did he play out there? Was uh, the did you have to go to Philly or? No, no. I went to. I saw him at. Uh, I don't know what it's called anymore because they change the name all the time. Uh, the hockey arena in New Brunswick. Oh, okay, so an indoor. Yeah, so I'm in. I saw him solo. <laughs> so lame. Uh, uh, boy, Tinsley on the Did you know what happened to him, by the way? Is he alive? No, well, I mean, maybe. Someone should check on him, I guess. But he, uh, like, sexually assaulted men. Interesting. Boyd Tinsley, yeah. He got like, canceled a few years ago for, like. Oh, he. Ben? I didn't know. I didn't realize there was a. Uh, Boyd. Yeah, no. What'd you just say? Yeah, it's not like you said Ben. No, he. I said men. Oh yes, men. men. Sorry, I was like, is that who he <laughs> <Boyd> assaulted? Men. <laughs> <laughs> That's a who did he go after? That could have uh, gone on confused. for a while. No men. No, his name is Boyd. Boys. <laughs> oh no, that's even worse. Those boys don't no, no, men. Men. They were of age. <laughs> I did hear that he he sexually harassed people, but the Dave Matthews thing. Uh, you know, in in my later years, I have grown comfortable with the fact that I liked and kind of like now Dave Matthews Band, but I definitely hated them as a little kid because I was like a little punk skate rat kid, mm-hmm. which did not fit my town at all. And then when puberty hit, none of the girls in my town liked skater dudes. So I totally just sold out yeah. and went preppy 
Dave Matthews band loving DMV. guy because I like I wanted girls to want to you know kiss my mouth and stuff. Yeah, and, and it worked. Yeah, it, 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 it genuinely worked. You know, I, I guess I don't regret it that much. But no, looking back, I feel like oh man, you you know. Did you go to? Just say true to your roots. What my roots were, I have no idea. But like, I just totally was like, yeah, no, I'll buy Abercrombie clothes and love Dave Matthews, man. But then I ended up actually liking Dave Matthews band. How well did it work for you? Did you go to prom as like a tenth grader? Work to, for you or yeah no wow. no wait wait Ooh. yeah I went to prom as what was it yeah I went to prom in tenth grade like and, and eleventh grade and twelfth grade yeah wow man yeah when I was in high school uh my freshman Third grade year soccer phenom my friend <laughs> my freshman <laughs> year goes to prom as a tenth grader yeah wow, I, mean, I know dude. this guy well my God, freshman damn. year I dated a junior whoa yeah. freshman year yeah man. She was she was a lovely gal who marched the beat of her own drummer in a, in a very uh, stiff town. You know, she was kind of the a cool cool little uh, lovely gal who just was. Well, like, I hope she I hears this. She was like, "I want that guy," and I was like, "Why? <laughs> I'm terrified of everything." <laughs> Thank you. I, I owe a lot to her on on how to like be like, "Oh, you can be a normal human." Like she basically just was like, "No, yeah, come on, come on, I'll show you." <laughs> she was great. That's awesome. So yeah. after you went to three proms, you didn't, well, well, I guess you could have gone as a freshman. Did you go as a freshman? If you were dating a junior, No, you could I don't think a- they let freshmen go. That might oh. have been why. <laughs> They're like sophomores. So yeah, five. my girlfriend had to go with someone else, Oh, but it man. was fine. It was, yeah. it was a very, uh, it's a weirdly mature relationship. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And then the other guy was like, no, oh, no, that's okay. Oh, weird. All right. Yeah. Uh, so after high school though, you went to a Catholic school, right? Did you grow up Catholic? You did, right? Uh, oh God. Like so loosely catholic like easter christmas like not to... like here's the deal both my parents are completely irish so they grew up very catholic they neither of them are religious at all but i think that they were like well we need you to get confirmed because god forbid you want to get you know married in a catholic church you have to be confirmed you know those silly like weird little yeah. rules and like they never thought like who cares because who cares? I'm not like if I get married down the line, it's not going to be anywhere. It's going to be at a courthouse, and I'm going to have a party at a bar. Yeah, just so it was all sign for, the it was all for and, not. Yeah, yeah. But so I had to go to CCD from first grade to eighth grade. But my family didn't go to church. We just didn't go to church. My dad was like not on board with Catholicism. Is he an uh, atheist or no? I think I mean I don't know. My dad's kind of like tight lipped about that kind of shit. But I think he had a previous marriage and had a kid in that previous marriage, and apparently. In the world of Catholicism, if you get divorced, that marriage is kind of considered null and void. And I think in his brain, he was just like, well, it's not null and void. I have like a kid. With it. So <laughs> like, it, you can't null and void. my." I think he just didn't like the bullshit of all of it. So he wasn't on board. And my mom, I think she wasn't really on board either. But for whatever reason, I guess, you know, what? I think they fa- I followed trends. They were like, well, everyone's going. You got to go. So I did, and I hated it. It's and like then, circumcision; they wanted didn't want you to feel left out. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. well, everyone you in ta- go to everyone this. in town's affiliated with a religion, so mm-hmm. like you should as well. But we're not gonna. But, go, but, but in but... the family, we're like, but we don't fucking care. <laughs> you know, like, who gives a shit? So I, I almost failed out of CCD a lot because you didn't have your parents' support. Yeah, exactly. If only they supported <laughs> me in my dreams of being a religious, a religious man. dude, a, 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 a proud Catholic. So yeah, right after I got confirmed, I I you know called it quits. But it, I think we went to church 
once every other year like we went to like oh, midnight. Wow. i remember wanting to go to midnight mass just for the midnight element of it being like that sounds cool it's like at midnight and then like yeah. i was like get ten. to stay up oh, late. yeah and then i was at 10 i was like this was a fucking nightmare like what a bad idea because catholic masses are scary you know it's like a lot of like chubby like pedophile face dudes in dresses like like going and you're like and I'm 10 and I'm like it's midnight I'm like I just want to go to bed yeah yeah like, once you tomorrow's stop- present day and I'm gonna be so tired now well once you stop believing in Santa there's not really an incentive to stay up late like when you're right. when you're really little you're like oh yeah gotta- this midnight mass thing uh yeah I'm into that because yeah. I can stay up and maybe catch Santa yeah man we'll see what this fuck is <laughs> yeah. all about I'm gonna yeah. finally catch that mask I don't have a chimney how does he get in yeah. I gotta like, figure that out yeah but uh Take yeah a well- selfie with him though yeah. that's funny though because I I um I didn't believe in Santa Claus uh starting kindergarten I was an early guy Oh. Because my evangelical cousins were over one time and they don't believe in Santa because they think it's like that's, you know, uh, pagan, pagan yeah. bullshit, you know, or it's like, wow, sac- they were sacrilege. so religious. They were so religious. They came out on the other side. That's interesting. I know. Right. So I was like in my room with my cousins, like one was a year younger, one was two years older. And I was like, I can't wait for Santa Claus to come. They're like, there is no Santa They're Claus. Like, it's July, it is Jesus's birthday. Like that is not it. And I started like crying. I was like, no, there is, there is. And I ran up to my mom. And they're like, they said there isn't a Santa Claus. And my mom didn't want to lie to me, which I kind of appreciate. She was just like, yeah, there just isn't one. We oh, buy man. them for you, but like, that's still fun. I was like, no! <laughs> but then I kind of like, I kind of dug the fact that I knew because then like I got over it pretty quickly, right. you know, because I still I, get presents, right? And they're like, yeah, yes. I still get a shit ton of presents and we get to eat cool food. Yeah, blah, that's blah, all blah. that matters. And I didn't believe it. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> that's right? not all that matters. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess when what, you're what younger, presents, food. No, <laughs> yeah. even as an adult, presents and food. <laughs> Fuck family. It's annoying. It's the most annoying time of the year. <laughs> I want presents and food. But I, I remember in kindergarten after getting over it, uh, feeling kind of like like I know I know some shit other people don't, and my parents were very adamant. They were like, "You cannot go around telling people." So I like felt kind of adult. I was like, "Yeah." And my buddy Ben, I'm sure he doesn't remember this. He's like my only like uh, friend I kept in touch with from you know my hometown days. Uh, he was going around in kindergarten telling everyone that uh, there was no Santa Claus because he was Jewish. And a little asshole. Those aren't <laughs> you can be yeah. you can be Jewish and not a little asshole. I'm not saying he was an asshole because he was a Jew. Let's just let him keep digging on this one. <laughs> it just sounded really bad. He's, it did. he's it Jewish did and he's a little asshole. <laughs> no, he's actually the great he's the greatest. But um in that moment he was being a little asshole. And I remember my, like this kid came up to me uh, and he was like, Ben's wrong, right? There's a Santa Claus. And I was like, I was like this noble man being like Yes, yes, there is. But I was, yes, I was Virginia. Like, of course there is. There is a Santa Claus. Of course Claus. there is a Santa Claus. Knowing is like, oh, I'm lying to this kid, but it's for his own goddamn good. Yeah. Because he seems really sad. It's interesting. Do you feel like you... Um, cause you I feel like I'm really like patting myself on the back for the dumbest shit. Like, no, that's... really a noble man. That is a really <laughs> nice thing to do. Uh, but do, I guess, do you feel like that kind of matured you very fast, being saddled with that kind of responsibility by your parents? I don't know. I don't consider myself particularly... I mean, you were mature. dating a junior in your freshman year. I mean, that this... But I'm not mature. Is a though. Trend. I mean, I think I'm. I think it put a lot of pressure. I'm. I'm a very anxious dude. I think that didn't help. 
but really you're just yeah. like it's cool maybe i'm all looking day. at it with rose colored glasses maybe that like fucked me up as a kid this is ruse go on no, yeah your parents are like don't lie to anyone but also keep this one gonna be, you know. <laughs> lying's bad but this one keep that shut up did you you were catholic too greg right um, we were like non-denominational. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. But you both, I think, went to Christian. Did you go to a Catholic school or just a Christian? Uh, just like a Christian school. Christian yeah. college. Like, right? uh, yeah, like a Bible college. But you went, Matt, you I went, went to, to a, like a hippie. You explained this to me the other day and I'm like. I, I went I, to a Jesuit Catholic school, Fairfield. Okay. Uh, didn't love it. Uh, well, it's confusing much. for me. I don't think we really had those in the South. That seems like a no, very northern thing. That's very. I think that's a. I think that's like a. That's a northeast situation. I could be wrong. Like, I. I have no genuine info on Jesuits. I did not go there because it was a Jesuit school. I went there because I went to a little school called um, Moravian in Pennsylvania. Uh, I got accepted early decision. I just as a, as a senior, I just didn't want to deal with the college process, and I was like, I'll just go to this little school. Uh, I'll get, I'll become a graphic designer or something like and that. I'll disappear blah, into blah, the blah. woods. Yeah, <laughs> but then I got there and I found out and everyone, everyone who went to that school went home on the weekend. And like, you know, you're 18. You're like, I, well, I need some kind of party life. That's the whole point of this, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and there wasn't. And then I didn't like anyone I met. <laughs> I think I was just homesick. Well, none of but them I, listen yeah. to this. But in my brain, I was like, I don't like any of these people. Oh God, I don't know them at all. I don't I can't even remember their names. Watch, they're all, they all follow me though somehow. <laughs> um, so I transferred to another school halfway through my freshman year of college. Oh, you got out. Yeah, and I all, right and away. I picked Fairfield because it was the one school I forgot to tell I was going to. Like, because I applied early to this other one, and your the courtesy is if. You apply to other schools and you decide to accept early decision. You need to like call up the other schools and be like, don't worry about me. I'm good. You know, but I forgot to do that to Fairfield and I got in. So I was like, well, I got in. So this will be an easier move. And uh, that's in Connecticut, right? Yeah, it's in Connecticut. It's uh, how far was that from where you grew up? Hour and a half. Oh, it's not bad. Not bad. Uh, how close to the city? Who are some uh, close to the city hour oh. by train? Okay. It's pretty, it can yeah, be a, centrally uh, located location wise not bad is connecticut one of the tri-states uh i think yeah. jersey connecticut yeah jersey yeah. connecticut yeah, yeah. new york okay um Glad we figured that out <laughs> uh who were who are some fun alumni uh i do believe john mayer lived in fairfield connecticut oh yeah. lived there to, and went to fairfield oh. prep oh. which was connected to fairfield university i could be making that up but i'm pretty sure that's right also We'll ask him next episode. Also, who is the uh, Justin Long? Yeah, uh, the Mac what, guy. What happened to that guy? He's still he, around. He is exists. He, he has yeah. a podcast. People oh, okay. like it. Uh, you know, I saw him at UCB once. Still before. very charming. Yeah. Uh, he performed uh, improv at UCB. Did he do well? Yeah, he was great. Cool. And he had never done it before. Well, well, I'm sure he had before. They just said he was had. He, he was, was some he a monologist or whatever you call it. A mono, <laughs> uh, uh, the guy who does the monologue in the beginning of, or did he like do full on improv? No, they were just doing scenes. Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, cool. It was that one with. Um, oh my god, the guy who used to be Paige Letterman. Love this guy, Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. It was uh, Ben oh, Schwartz sure, does a yeah. show. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, he yeah. did. A, yes, he did a show <laughs> where he would have. Actors who like not, who are not known for improv or don't perform it, jumping it, in. Yeah, it all and it always worked. It was always really funny. Well, yeah, that's because they probably had like 
And that's the nicest thing I'll ever say about improv, by the way. I normally <laughs> I hate to, it. I used to love it. I was uh, I was into improv before stand-up. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, I moved to New York, what, 2008? But even before that, you know when UCB was like punk rock, kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yes. that memory, you know? I say that kind of like sarcastically, but it kind of was. Like, if you went to those shows sometimes, you're like, these guys are fucking crazy. And they're like insanely funny and blah, blah, blah. And then you like find out the rules of improv and like, oh, like then you watch the lesser people and you're like, this is actually the corniest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) But the good people were like, this is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. So it was that weird kind of like, oh, you got to embrace the corny to get to the cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like my... it's, it's a good skill to have, but oh, I, sure. I, I just never liked going yeah. to shows and being in the mm-hmm. audience. I the I I thought I did. I was like, I, I'm such an improv guy, but I only went and saw Death by Ruru, uh, which was like the coolest show because it was like anti improv. I mean, they were the best Im- improvisers in New York, and because of that, they broke every rule humanly possible. It was just you're just watching six like incredibly funny people just be like fucking punk rock comedians essentially and i thought that was like the coolest thing it was like uh and all of them are insanely successful now did you start doing any of that did you start doing improv in college and all or no god i thought it was the worst thing i remember i distinctly remember seeing that there was a college improv squad in fairfield and being like i can't even begin to think about how bad that might be And that's I'm, that sounds shitty of me, but I, I just I have a really hard time with secondhand embarrassment. So I just <laughs> yeah. like I like can't if something is if someone's making a fool of themselves and trying hard, I'm like I really respect their I can't tenacity, even, yeah, but I want to kill myself. I want to like right, I right, want right. to curl just into so a, uncomfortable. Oh, it's the worst. I can't even watch like three episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm in a row. For that I, reason, also, I'm just yeah. I'm too nervous. And the older <laughs> I get, the yeah. worse it gets. I I used to like if I can't watch like the British Office now. I used to love that show. If if I tried to watch an episode, I'd like I have to leave the room. It's like I can't even watch first few seasons of American Office because it's those are those are just yeah wow. it got a little more heartwarming as it went on yeah but those first three seasons have some really they were like man uh, this guy is too mean yeah. we've got we've got to soften him a <laughs> yeah, little bit they turned it into a different thing but uh, anyway yeah I, I I also was like a big fan of like late 90s Comedy Central as a kid like obsessed with it you know mm-hmm. and I found out everyone I loved and admired was originally an improviser. So I was like, oh, well, you know, I I guess it's not cool that I think it's corny because obviously it's like the reason why so many amazing comedians are where they are now. Like those skills seem incredibly important and like when done right, it's amazing. So you have to just push through the times where it's painfully bad right. mm-hmm. and that's like with anything i guess that's with acting that's with stand-up that's with all that kind of stuff something about seeing bad stand-up was easier than seeing bad improv though i don't know why I, you know what? the shorter time span i think it was right. like you yeah. only watch them for like four minutes at an open mic right whereas like you watch a bad improv team perform for like 20 minutes and at least with like stand-up they're like okay you have in your brain what you think you're going to say you're probably going to fuck it up but at least like at least you have a the script you wrote to watch you can people also just... not know what they're going to do and be that bad at it the, the the deafening silence of five people on stage was just like 
I can't do. I can't yeah, do it's so that. awkward. Yeah, there's more of them on stage than in the audience. A lot of the times, those, well, those, those showcases, shows, yeah. Just like, oh, jeez. I know. I have a lot of respect for people who push through that stuff because it's really fucking hard, and it's really hard to find um, people to join a team and to have a team that you're actually like comfortable with. Right. I'm sure that's like tough as hell. Yeah, it's almost like being in a band. You got to like find the right people. And- yep. Did you watch Whose Line Is It Anyway when you were growing up? I did. I didn't like that. That wasn't really my... I mean, I like. I, you know, I watched it with my parents, like, after Home Improvement or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I mean? It was on ABC. It was, like, uh, in, like, the ABC lineup. It was, like, well, what, what other... Sh- like, Drew Carey show followed by right. Drew Carey hosting Whose Line Is It Anyway. Man, they were just really remember, pushing that guy. Honestly. I know. They, ABC loved Drew. And fucking Tim Allen. He's back now. I know. He's the last, he man, he's the last man standing. He's the last man know? standing. <laughs> There's no other men standing. He goes on Fox all the time, too. Oh, yeah. He's a Fox News guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised by that. He's yeah. like him and uh, Corolla are the last uh, guys being like, Tell this the is truth. what a real man yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, we're all <laughs> acting like chicks. They're, like, t- right. they're telling it like it is. Man. Whatever. Uh, what'd you major in in college? Did you do TV? Film and television. Okay. Yeah. I didn't learn much, but I did fine in my classes. There were some classes where I was just like, oh, so this is how a three camera... Uh, setup works on like a, a news show or a sitcom or a late night show and i was like that was kind of interesting to see but then a lot of my classes i had to take were like like um what was it uh, drama like television drama 101 i was like oh we're gonna get to learn how to like write a successful not a successful but just you know how to work the beats of a mm-hmm. of a successful one hour drama or something like that a 42 minute drama or whatever you want to call it and I got there and it was just some weird guy who was obsessed with television who made us watch his favorite episodes of his TV shows. And then the tests were just like, in this episode of The X-Files, what was, <laughs> what was directly behind Mulder in scene blah, blah, blah? I was like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, it's a poster of a blah, blah. I'm like, what? That's not how, that, you're not teaching me about television. <laughs> the guy just, he just got that job so he could watch TV. <laughs> I gotta gotta see in that class because I came in being like oh they're gonna ask me like what was the arc of the episode or like what like where did you see the first conflict or something like that in the show he's like in episode 101 (laughs) of the the, the season 3 which what was Scolder (laughs) holding in his hand so you took an X-Files trivia course yeah and there's no Scolder it's Mulder and Scully (laughs) I, I also watched that show. I mean, X Files is really fun. I'm yeah, a, I'm a huge fan. Of it. I did. I did kind of. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that music. Boing, nice. boing, boing, I kind of. <laughs> I kind of trailed off on it though. Around the time I, I realized when I should have watched the movies by then. You know, because it comes in and then that they include that in the show plot. I think. And I think I missed one of the movies or I something. Think, but I do also think that the true fans aren't a big fan of the movies. Yeah, that's I true. Think I think just kind of late in the series, it's like, all right, this, yeah. this could this Especially could have been over. Especially when Skulder leaves. Yeah, when Skulder. <laughs> you got to have Skulder. 
was uh, was you you paged at Letterman? Yes, and, I did. As did as did Greg and myself. We did not all page together. No, none of I us. I was I was before us. you guys. You were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that your first job after college? Or yeah, directly. After wow. College. Yeah, Mr. Robert, comedian Robert Dean, got notable me that job. comedian Robert Dean didn't get. I mean, he he. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't you. for him, I wouldn't have gotten that job. No, he got me that job. What am I wow. talking about? Yeah, yeah. Right. He, but he. I was just saying he didn't have the authority to be like this man is hired. <laughs> but yeah, he was nice enough to because we were friends in college, and then he was a year older than me, and he was doing it. He's like, "It's great. You just work at Letterman, and then you get drunk every night, and you work four hours, and you make no money, and it's awesome." I was <laughs> like, that sounds really fucking cool. I remember I wore like a really fancy suit. Oh my god, that, that did didn't that didn't fit me to the interview. I, I did the yeah. I did and you wore a suit too. Yeah, 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 and I didn't know New York well enough, and like. I got out at Times Square and my shoes didn't fit and I just was like You're clunking around. I was clunking around like an asshole with these like baggy fancy pants. <laughs> He's like the kid from Big at the end after he shrinks back down. I know and we didn't have smartphones, so I didn't right. know which way was uh you up like and Map down. Quest printed out. Well luckily, you know, they're numbered. I'm not that much of a fucking moron. But like there was moments where I was like, all right, forty Okay, 40, oh no, I gotta go this way. But what's what's that way? Yeah, don't go you know, that way. Blah blah blah. And then I got there and I was a ball of nerves. But I guess I, I don't think it took much. To no, <laughs> no. It, that's, it's mm-hmm. like they, they asked me during my interview. They're just like, uh, "Oh, you went to college, right?" And I, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "All right, all right, cool." Yeah. Did you like, graduate? Yeah, they or? didn't even ask about like yeah. a degree or like they just didn't care. Yeah. Well, that's something I've learned uh, in all my years is that going to college was a real fucking waste of time and money because no one ever sought out proof that I went to a school, no, but no. it was required to get the job, even though the job was. I always got jobs that were like complete stupid idiot work that mm-hmm. anyone could do. Yeah. College did not teach me how to be a fucking customer service agent for eight years of my life but i needed the degree to even be considered and it's like they didn't call up fairfield no, no. i could have just been like yeah i go to i went to blah 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 and who's went to yale yeah i was that well that i think <laughs> they, they'd look into I that they probably so if this, no you didn't if this podcast teaches you anything I don't go to it, college yes don't stay in school <laughs> yeah stay out of school i've become a very become bad move pretty uh i can't say that, i can never say this word correctly vehement vehemently vehemently how many have you had today 18 vehemently no does anyone have that one word that you can't say yeah. it's via vehement now you made me forget how to it's say really it i came into this knowing how to say it and now i've forgotten i always want to be like vehemently yeah there you go that's yeah. it yeah, no, just, i said vehement just rattle it off vitamin vitaminly vitaminly yeah. guys if i can speak vitaminly for a moment <laughs> i'm anti i'm anti-college at this point unless you are really like i want to be a lawyer but then also fuck you but you know Unless you have a, unless you have like a clear path, you're like, I want to be a doctor. You have to go to college. He's like, I just want to go and like see what's up. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I want it's anyone. So expensive. I don't think I want anyone without a degree being my doctor. Well, no, probably not. Or dentist. I'm just saying, you know, college. Fuck that shit, man. Just move the city and wing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like working in the TV industry, it's like oh, every God. gig I've ever gotten was just by meeting people and. Oh yeah, they, they're like, oh, you know this guy. All right, you're hired. They couldn't give less of a shit about if you went to school for film and television. No, not they don't ask. No. They don't even look for a resume. They're just like, oh, you know, yeah, you, yeah, yeah you, you know this it. person, you know this guy. Right. Come on in. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. Well, speaking of meeting people, I remember when you told me that you met Greg. One of my fondest memories of 
a memory. This guy? Yeah, this, this guy. Greg? Yeah. This co-host yeah. Greg. With, with yeah, Mike yeah, Leach. Yeah. Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So That was a late night. <laughs> yeah, so the way you told me also <laughs> made me envision something that wasn't going on. You were just, I saw you like the week after, I think, at another party. Sure. We were partying a lot. We were partying, we were partying a lot, partying back, a lot back then. Only on yeah. weekends. Only but on there weekends. was, those were those were heavy weekends. Those were, yeah. It was a good time, yeah. Good times. Yeah. You came up to me and you were like, do you know this guy, this crazy man named Greg Burmeister? And I was like, yeah, Greg. And you're like, well, I was at his house. He had a strobe light on, he had sunglasses <laughs> on. And he was wearing a money sign necklace. <laughs> I love, love rock and roll. That's, that's, the, that's the necklace. In, it's, I still have it in my profile picture. There we go. I've got like a guitar and like the shades, the yeah. money sign Hell necklace. Yeah. And you were like, and he was, was blasting, he was blasting music and he was throwing beers I, at the wall. <laughs> but in my in my vision, like re- recreating it in my mind, this was all uh, complimentary, mind yeah, you. Yeah, I was like, this guy's crazy rules. in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, it, that's, but that's how I live my life. When I, I pictured I love it, loud rock and roll. When I pictured it, I was picturing gla- full glass bottles of beer. But oh. when I told Greg, I was like, man, Matt told me you were throwing beer bottles at your wall. He was like, what? No, 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 <laughs> no. empty cans. No, when yeah, I was yeah. done, with I wasn't them. just destroying. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't scary. No, no, it was the best way to end the night. I don't know, remember what the rest of the night was, but coming here, I was like, oh, this guy rules. Like, <laughs> and then everyone we, paled in comparison. Yes. Then we went on to be on a reality television show together. Oh, my God, we were, weren't we? Are we allowed yeah. to talk about that? Yeah, Road Spill. <laughs> was that what it was called? It was called Road Spill on True TV. Dude, what was it originally called? We found out it was called Road Spill while we were on the road. Yeah, while we were taping. And we were like, no, it's not called like, that. Uh, you mean a play on Roadkill? Yeah, wh- why did we agree to do this? Yeah, that was... A, that was did they make you sign weird ndas too like you couldn't work for anyone else i don't know maybe so, yeah, something. I think initially oh, right they're like on, you yeah. can't you can't even post your own content on youtube unless we approve it and but then we talked to daisy and she was like no so, like let's I'm, well, so real quick real we quick, were listeners. a little concerned we're like are yeah. we selling our lives over for 500 bucks a day yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> shitty reality show. so just to catch everyone up you guys were on a show on true tv Yes. Uh, short-lived, one episode? How many episodes? Uh, we were one in, season. We yeah, were one on one episode, oh, but okay. it lasted one season, okay. yeah. I believe. And it was just you guys and our friend, our, our mutual friend, Daisy, yes. uh, driving around yes. in a car, and, talking. Answering questions, right? Yeah. Okay. We had like a screen, a, a quote-unquote yeah. screen. There wasn't an actual screen, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was like a little uh, green like piece of paper. Yeah, a little, like, little, little green screen. Like taped to the dashboard. Um, which, and it would, yeah, no, sorry, go on. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, which they later would like superimpose these questions on. And then we just had to talk about whatever they asked yeah, us. Yeah, and it was always like, what was your craziest moment? Yeah. Was, <laughs> like, Ever? Yeah. And, and the best part is since we didn't actually have the screen on the dashboard, the, the showrunner was, <laughs> was laying in the back of the car this with is so like illegal. Headphones on, yeah, just like blurting out the questions, and if yeah, if we were like had some good banter, she'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, just uh, talk about that a little more. She was literally, I was, we were in my uh, my Jeep, my Jeep, Jeep Cherokee, my Jeep Cherokee, your Jeep Jet Ski, wow, my Jeep, my Jeep Grand Cherokee, uh, Laredo. Uh, mm, uh, yeah, you want to make sure people know you were a in Laredo. Laredo. It was a Laredo. Um, yeah, but no, she was literally coiled up in the back. Yeah, hiding in the back of the Jeep. And I had to actually drive. It wasn't like they were 
like pretending I was driving. So it was kind of nerve wracking. Yeah, actually. we yeah we drove around for like, like eight hours around like Long Island, I think. Yeah, is that what it was? We, yeah, we drove around Long Island, and I had to like. We all had to be on the whole time. They liked us. They thought we were like they thought we were the best. But where can where can listeners where can listeners find this? Ne- nowhere. Yeah. I think they it is like it never Scrubbed happened from the internet. Yeah, it's crazy. Like there might be like a couple clips on YouTube, but I, I don't even. I don't think there is. Yeah, I, I think I've tried to find it. I remember last time I looked it up on IMDb. Like there there is a page technically. It says Road Spill True yeah. TV, but that's it. Like, there's no description. It doesn't say what the show is about. I think it even says something like, if you know what this show is about, <laughs> like, be, 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 be the first to add a plot. <laughs> it was a show about nothing. Yeah. But the fun fact, the guy who rigged your Jeep with the GoPros yeah. was the same guy who rigs uh, Jerry Seinfeld's cars in Comedians and Cars Get Getting Coffee. Yeah, I remember him telling me about that. Nice. So you guys, that counts as you guys being on that That's show. That's a good gig. <laughs> yeah. That's a good yeah. gig. Yeah. The GoPro guy on <laughs> Cars and Coffee. Yeah, it's not bad. Hell not yeah, bad. man. When did you get into jam bands? High school. It was the whole, oh, like, Dave. It was a whole... Oh, I, Dave and Fish. I meant like harder core f- jam bands oh, like no, Fish. Oh, yeah. Also high school. I, okay. I, I, freshman year of high school. I, same I Jeep? Like, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> my dad drove it, but yeah. <laughs> same, same Jeep. Good uh, to know that purple Jeep was around still. Oh, hell yeah. My dad was my dad was doing whip, doing little donuts on that. Doing whippets? Doing, doing whippets and donuts. <laughs> my dad was doing whippets. My dad was doing whippets in that car. He's like, there is no God. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> sucking giant balloons down before bringing me to school in the Laredo. <laughs> you into the, the Grateful Dead? I didn't. I couldn't get into the dead. Uh... I don't dislike the dead, but I remember being like, well, if I love fish, I'm going to love. Yeah, I think I like the progginess of fish. When did you get in? Did you get into prog rock before that or after I got that? into it after that because oh, I, okay. I, that was one of those things where I was like, okay, I like fish, so I must like the dead because it seemed to go hand in hand. And then I started listening to Grateful Dead and I was like, this is good, but I think I like the weirder shit. I think, like the like I like the more obnoxiously like time signatures and all that mm-hmm. kind of weird crap and did you I, start collecting vinyl back then or is that a no recent? no i i collected cds for some compact discs yeah you've got yeah. quite the vinyl collection now. Yeah. i do now respectable I do. if I, you want to see his collection just go on his instagram uh matt what is it it's at what's your, arc, what's your name? underscore by underscore matt j leary it's, not, consider, a neat, it's yeah. not a good one to say on yeah. a microphone is it? <laughs> all right we'll put it in writing well, put, somewhere yeah, put it, yeah, we'll put it somewhere. in the yeah. episode description yeah no it's a, you know it's a nice little collection i started collecting like 10 years ago word yeah you know fill in the void yeah <laughs> so fill in the sad void that is life with uh you know Vinyl. It's tough to keep this like somewhat chronological. I'm trying <laughs> here, but uh, so when did you start doing stand up? Like after I started doing stand up in 2014. I want to say I was okay. 27. Okay, so it was a few years. It was a considerable time after you were at Letterman. Yes. I'll, okay. I'll, yeah. After Letterman, I I don't know why I thought you started earlier. Than that. I I mean I always I always loved comedy, but I had huge stage fright, and I still do. And but it was obviously a lot worse. But it, it was so bad in my childhood and uh, high school years and college years that I was just truly convinced I could never do anything on stage 
or act in front of a camera or anything like that. I was like, well, I can't, that's just not an option. And I sat on that, I, that thought for, you know, God, what, five years being like, and every year I was like, but you got to kind of try maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I, I took UCB classes, uh, when I was 25 just for improv for improv. And I was, just, I, I signed up drunk because uh, I knew I wouldn't do it if I wasn't hammered. Uh, I got really drunk and I was like, got pulled trigger, man. And I did. And it was, I was, you know, it was like 400, it was 375 back then. I'm sure it's like $6,000. It's kind of impressive because those classes are only open. Those classes are only open for a minute. I know, but so uh, if you're I, drunk, that's kind of, it's, a, it's it hard to a, thread that needle. It was a luck of the draw. Cause I think I signed up for some kind of like, email newsletter of when they popped up right and i was drunk already and it came up and i was like it's now or ever baby you gotta <laughs> sign Going up man it. you gotta do it and i did it and it was terrifying and then that class i was like oh you could do this you can you can like be vulnerable and and attempt to be funny and if you fail it's not the end of the fucking world which uh, yeah it's not it really isn't but i honestly thought it was for so long and uh i wasn't bad at improv at least 101 and 201 but then 301 i was in a class with very funny people and i was i was like oh i'm not like i'm not like funny i was like good with those people who were like taking improv to get better at motivational speaking or like better at like (laughs) i need to like do like a presentation for my work and like this is going to help me whereas like i was like i want to be funny Mm. um so i i got a little like i went from being like i'm unable to be funny to oh i'm pretty pretty good at this to oh i'm terrible at it again and i quit 301 halfway through oh really yeah i felt very bad and shitty about that and then mm. another two years later i finally built up the courage to go to an open mic and it went terribly and then i didn't go for another six months and then, well and then it, well i was it, gonna say you you um i guess when i found out you were doing it, it was after you had uh, already started having some success at it. So whenever I saw you, you were like tremendous performer. The jokes were all really well written, uh, and you were very funny. Thank you. And I, so I was very sad when you <laughs> uh, when you quit. Yeah, I know. Because you, you like you were. I mean, you were writing like a pretty good. You know, you were climbing the ladder at like a, a pretty good pace. I, I felt. I. It's nice that it looked like that, but I definitely wasn't. I it was. Our friends found me very funny, and when I was on shows with people with some like serious clout, they definitely would. I had some great. You got moments. compliments. I had some yeah. great moments where people I truly admired came up and didn't just be like, "Yeah, no good show." They were like, "You were really funny." Yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, <laughs> that's that was your response. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, what? Um, You're really weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> But I had some of those moments. I was like, oh, yeah, I I think I might be good at this. But then I think it all dawned on me that I I think I did it just to prove to myself that I was because I I grew up with really funny people in high school and I wasn't as funny as them, at least in my brain. I think I I think I look at everything with like shit colored glasses. I'm I'm not I'm not. You literally said you looked at it with rose colored glasses earlier. No, <laughs> myself with shit. I looked at everything else with rose colored. I looked at myself with shit color. I never I've never been a very uh, particularly confident guy. So I was always like, well, I'm not funny, and all my friends were very funny, and I loved comedy so much. So I was just like, oh, if only I was funny. And then it's in college I became a like kind of a loner, but everyone who knew me was like, Oh, Matt's very funny. And I was like, that was the first time anyone was ever saying that. 
And I was like, oh, maybe I'm funny enough to do that shit. And then it took 10 years to finally like attempt to do it. Not 10, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess 10, 27. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were never a class clown growing up or anything? I, I was confident and clownish enough that in class, if I knew I was in like the room with the right teacher who wouldn't get me in trouble, I would say some random shit that would make people laugh. But it was, I think it was kind of sparingly. I'm sure if some people might remember that differently. But like, yeah, no, I, I think I, I wasn't a class clown, but I definitely was always trying. Like, I had to be really confident in what I was about to say. I was like, this this might hit. <laughs> <laughs> might, you had to plan it out yeah, in yeah. your head for you a while. Write at home. And yeah. Like, oh. Notepad. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get them in social studies yeah. tomorrow. That is no. Know it in them. <laughs> I do remember in like fifth grade, I bought a joke book, and I was like, I'm gonna say this to like one of my friends and like make it seem like I just thought of it off the cuff. <laughs> and I did. And it was, it was one kid I, who was a good friend of mine in high school, but in middle school thought I was like the lamest dude. And I, I remember I was at like a, a pool with him. I was like, yeah, you know, what the fuck was the joke? Uh, like, well, you're a dickhead. You should have a condom on your head or something. <laughs> it was like something so, I, mean, no, I hope that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> verbatim in the book. That's what it said. But, and I remember he just looked at me. He was just like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> he spent like an hour coming up. Was like, if I could just Damn recite it. this one joke from this book. So, yeah, something about... Some about putting a condom on your head because you're such a dickhead, or like <laughs> that was literally in a joke book. That's uh, the funniest thing that's ever been said on this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I appreciate you bringing. Good. It's pretty good. I appreciate you bringing that joke with you. So you know, I so that was my that was my uh, my closer for a couple of years. <laughs> so um, wait, so what ended up being the reason uh, that I quit? Yeah, why, um, why did why did you walk away from it? I quit because. I realized how long of a road it was to become successful and how uh, it was still slim odds, even if you are funny. Because it really, it's such a crapshoot. It's not a, I think it's more about luck and like a drive that I just don't have. I don't think for anything. I think a drive that's almost kind of like unhealthy <laughs> no offense to all of you who are doing it i i tre- i genuinely do like respect it and think it's it's impressive i just know i don't have it in me to be like all right i gotta go four places every night and like just do that weird routine and also the that mixed with like the networking you have to do and the mingling and like i mean no offense to all of you out there, but I think I liked 25% of the people I met in stand-up. <laughs> but I had to see all of them all the time yeah, and right. pretend I liked them. You have to pretend you oh, like yeah. everyone. It's a networking. And it's such a, yeah, it's and such I, a hustle. Like you said, you have to be out doing like four oh. or five shows every night. And and then sometimes, you know, nothing happens. And it's, it's just... Right, or you're performing to like two people. Yeah. yeah. And that, I, I could do, I was able to do that for like, three years and be like the thrill of it all, you know, like mm-hmm. there was something fun about getting over uh, this, the, the fear of that stuff. And like the grind was kind of fun. Cause I, even as unfun as it was in the moment when you finish, you were like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm grinding it out, man. And it's like, and I, I, my schmoozing skills got better, blah, blah, blah. But I hit a wall, I think. And I was just like, I can't pretend to like these people. <laughs> anymore and i can't pretend that i want to do a show for four people 
Right. And I can't yeah. pretend that I want to go to these mics that I don't want to go you just to. Just didn't want to have to like put on that fake positive attitude. Yeah, because I don't. Time. I don't have it. I'm a very negative boy. I'm a <laughs> negative, kind of introverted kid. I always was. So all of that was a lot more exhausting. Some people could just have that. They're just right. like they're like screw it. We can do this. And I envy them. I think it's a very impressive quality. I'm, I just don't have it. So I had to kind of like manifest it out of nowhere. And I think it only lasted you know, five years. Cause then at the end I was like, I had to get drunk every time I was on stage or like, I was just, you know, I was drinking every night because the idea of having to go to a place I didn't want to go to was so daunting that I was like, well, I guess I got to drink, you know? And then yeah. also get, like other, the confidence, boost confidence. Bit. And then other drugs got involved. Not that I had a major problem <laughs> drug, <laughs> but you know, it was one of those things like anything I'd get my hands on was like to make this night a little more comfortable right. uh, mm. while being, really social and also performing on stage i was just like i don't think i'm this guy mm -hmm. i think i i had a moment where i well, you faked it well I, I cosplayed being that guy and it was a lot of fun and it was awesome but it really wore on me i think it it it, it put years on my life that i'm grateful that I, i'm grateful that i did it but it definitely mm -hmm. like i got old real like i could see it in my face i'm like this is all just like one year just like went from like I don't know, like fresh faced boy to just like grizzled man. Uh, <laughs> just angry. You just old like, man. yeah, if I like shaved my beard right now, you'd just see the lines. And they're, <laughs> and they're all from like the last two years of stand up where I was just like drinking. I mean, I was drinking nonstop all the time, but it was for fun, not for like maintenance. I was like, yeah, I gotta get yeah. up there, man. Um, so I just, I just was like, I can't keep doing this. And I, and the stage fright came back uh pretty hard despite the drinking so like, oh really yeah so like when i would have a show it would be kind of debilitating and i kind of keep it to myself um i'd able to i'd be able to overcome it when i got on stage but the like three hours before the show were like truly terrible like i would be really like fucked up i think that's actually a fairly common thing i think i think once yeah. you get the first because you, you know you stack it you put like a good one up front that you is, you're pretty sure is gonna go well and then once that does you're good yes but that the the fear of it not going well was sure i just, I just didn't yeah. want to live i think some people can handle that kind of pressure better than i can and i just can't i'm not good at that kind of pressure. it's interesting you say that because i remember we got into a like debate uh one night i'm sure we did yeah, well yeah and uh <laughs> this one wasn't about bruce springsteen or weezer but right, right, right. um but we won the weezer one but thank you the thank you the blue, yeah, album. Blues, blue blues, album versus yeah, pinkerton. Blues, <laughs> pinkerton fine fine Jesus all right Christ. so that one all right yeah. we got that settled <laughs> but you you were saying that you would rather be a famous comedian than a famous musician you enjoyed performing comedy more than performing that music was definitely a time and before those last two years <laughs> I feel like. yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, my argument was i don't know man i'd rather just fucking rock yeah. you know <laughs> i mean both sound great well but, uh you know i was because you're also an amazingly talented musician as well, well how, I, i'm pretty good at the drums right. let's say that but thank you for that compliment uh but yeah, no, I played in a, a silly a goof rock band. We always called it goof rock. Goof rock. Yeah, we, mean, were that was, we were You good. were like the B-52s. It was great. We were fun. Yeah, we played some really fun, silly, good music. And there was it, there was a tinge of comedy to it. That also was kind of... Uh, which, now, which, which band? We were called Headless Dentist. Headless Dentist. Yes. 
there's there's still plenty of videos, YouTube videos of you guys, right? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can, yeah, you can Google that. Please Google that. Oh my god, there's <laughs> I'm so like, much god, fun. Are they good? I was like, yeah, think in my head, like, no, some of them. Are, should you Google it? Some of some of them are very professionally produced too. Like some of the oh, I mean, they're really live, great, yeah. We have a great music video, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that and then also like the live performances are oh, really yeah, good too. There was yeah. there's a whole like Ian and I will sit people down and make them watch it at parties. Oh, that's sometimes. very nice. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've watched I've watched Diane for yeah. It was yeah. At, it was at, uh, what was it called? Uh, what's the uh, 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 electric? Uh, uh, well, the oh, uh, Bowery Electric. Bowery Electric. You guys played like legit rock venues. I mean, well, that was the most legit. Other than that, it was we just had kind of a monthly at Otto's and. And Which we, that counts we were, too. No, I mean, it's awesome. fall, that place. Like, I think they're having some plumbing issues. Oh god, I, mean, that I don't want to out the, them. Yeah, now, that but, little uh, space between the stage and like the bar shit. is sewage. It made me. Oh. Yeah, it made me. It made me only <laughs> order things in bottles from there. Which I used to love their tiki drinks at Otto's, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't trust yeah. you. Uh, I don't know where the water is coming and which sink. You know, let's just stick with something out of the bottle here. <laughs> no ice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely no ice from that place. But yeah, I mean, that Otto's is a is a pretty legit. New York venue as well to have played. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take any... Uh, 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 you don't have to provide a resume. <laughs> you just go, yo, can I play here? And they're like, yeah, fine. I went, but, to, I went to Yale. Um, <laughs> Call them up, no, I dare you. <laughs> just don't call any Jesuit priests. That's so funny. Oh, man. Jesuit priests are weird, by the way. <laughs> Let's go back to that. Fuck, you go fuck chronology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, but uh, when I was feeling bad about stand-up and, and the fear of doing it started right when also this band was happening, which kind of just, it kind of just came to be out of fun and silliness because half the band was comedians uh, and then we just were having so much fun with that. But even that was really, towards the end was... It was always fun, but it was uh, there was still a stage fright element to it. More so, like, what if I fuck up because I'm playing the drums? And I'm I'm not a bad drummer, but I'm not the best. I you know because I before the band I didn't play that often. I was playing a lot in high school, and then I took a big break, and then had to kind of relearn. So every show was like had a you know everyone always tells me like you know you never hear the fuck ups, but like I'd do these fuck ups and I'd just be like. Yeah, so in my in your own head, head. Yeah, of course. Totally. Yeah, I mean, Greg, you know, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, I, I've always, yeah, found that like playing live music is much less intimidating than stand up because stand up, it it's was, just, it's just you and a microphone, and it's quiet. And like with playing loud rock and roll, you know, you, you're just you can running. hide a few things. Yeah, you're yeah. running around on the stage. There are other people up there. With Did you guys you, ever like, play together? No, no, no. Oh man, you should. one day. Yeah, we should jam. Yeah. Sometime. I hey, I'm down. I need yeah. to get back in the groove. I haven't <laughs> yeah, played in so long. Why aren't you guys kind of reforming one of your bands? No, I mean we turned it into a different thing called Blue Cross Brook Shields. Right. Uh, but I, I heard there was rumors of a. Well, we oh yeah we wanted to play a reunion show post quarantine. But we haven't really gotten our act together on that. But I really think that well, would I, be I, really fun. I pray to God you do. I know. I mean, we're not anti that. I think we are like, God, we got to do it. We got to do it. You know, everyone's life is, you know, completely different than it was uh, when we stopped playing. Everyone's got these their own obligations and stuff. But we're all like, well, fuck that. in theory, very jazzed about the idea of doing it. So mm -hmm. like one day it would be nice to do like all of our friends would be there because, you know, we didn't get like the biggest following, but a big enough following that like, uh, 
all our stand-up friends would go. Mm-hmm. You know, we could fill a room full of like you know a hundred people and. I mean, if Headless Dentist got back to Turn it into like a benefit, I don't know. Right, yeah, 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 feel yeah. nice, you know, give yeah, some, money some money to, for, uh, for, you know. Uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good benefit. There you like, go. That's the Matt Leary benefit. I would, I would benefit from that. That sounds really nice. <laughs> I would love that. Do you have a GoFundMe that people can look up? <laughs> uh, not yet, but uh, you're going to put it in the comments. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to make it when I get home yeah, today. Right. Yeah. So look in the comments for the GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> and give me money just for you know living my life baby. yeah speaking of which what are you working on these days what am i working on these days i have a, a production company that has become kind of my new uh career uh called jampson films and uh i'm with three other guys we all own it together and they're some of the most talented dudes uh, uh you know our dp is incredible our gaffer is incredible uh garrett uh, yeah, Garrett. Is, is, Garrett yeah. Burns, terrific He's a uh, director slash. You know, we're all great producers. It's we all kind of. I met them technically through stand up. None of them are stand ups, but mm-hmm. I met them through friends of friends. Same friends circle. Of, yeah, you know, stand up was really incredible in that all my friends essentially were stand up and late show. You know, but uh, I wouldn't have the opportunity to be in like a company like this if it wasn't for stand up. Uh, and we make like really great stuff and we are trying to like make commercials and things like that. We're trying to be like a legitimate, mm-hmm. uh, well, I think you, I think product. you are. I mean, we you're are, making no, music videos. Tr- and, trying is, yeah. wasn't the nicest word. And you're, yeah. you guys are really good at music videos. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess trying is, uh, we want to try and, uh, make a living <laughs> off doing it. But, uh, yeah, we make music, music videos, we make commercials, we make narratives. Uh, we pretty much can make whatever you want us to make. I think all of our, uh, we all have separate skills uh, and they kind of like gel very well together. And I'm very happy about it. it you know, quarantine kind of fucked us over because uh, we started, we officially started at like the end of 2019. And then mm-hmm. obviously, you know, shit hit the fan in March. So like those first couple months, we were like already getting work and it was really nice. We were making legitimate commercials for people and music videos for people. And it was so fun and i got to be a director i got to be a writer i got to do a lot of stuff that i only dreamed of doing and i but didn't have the confidence uh, that's the you know ongoing through line yeah man this yeah. Is my, <laughs> is my, my, hey, my hey, lack of confidence hey hey buddy, hey, buddy. You're, you're doing good yeah <laughs> thanks man <laughs> eric just held my hand like a sweet sweet boy um hey it's growing it's slowly growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah um well and uh you, I don't know if this was a Jamson film uh-huh. or not, but Glory Years was that a Jamson film? I mean, was everyone that... who was who we weren't Jamson yet. Okay, uh, but everyone... it sounds like you're just way mispronouncing Jamin. We weren't we're Jamson yet. Jamson out. <laughs> oh my god, this one Jamps <laughs> went on for 15 minutes. <laughs> but you guys asked me to do the voiceover for that, yeah. and it was so much fun. You weren't at the recording, but uh, Garrett and I. Uh, Garrett Burns and I drank uh, an entire bottle of whiskey while recording, and I felt fine the next day. And I texted him, and I was like, "Hey, super fun! Thanks for you know having me over." And he goes, "I'm sick. I'm so sick." <laughs> <laughs> and then I think he was sick for a week. I, I was <laughs> I was his roommate at the time, and I can oh. confirm he looked fucking rough. <laughs> I was just like, he all right, rough. see ya. Like, well, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Then, like, how did the VO go? He's just like, it was fine. Yeah. He's like, I, mean, I, I have fine. no idea. Thankfully, we didn't sound, get... It sounds good. Yeah, thankfully, we got the... We got, 
you know, some good recordings down before we started uh, really ripping it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> but then, we, then we like recorded some goofier versions that thankfully didn't get used because yeah. you know, I'm sure we were flooring the whole time. I'm sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was super fun, and that that was a great project. So. I yeah, if you ever want to watch that, to anyone out there, uh, it's called Glory Years, and it's on uh, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. The, the wonderfully evil corporation Amazon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is, fuck is, those guys. Is, you know, what? actually, but don't. You know, you know what? Don't watch it. No, 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 no. no. Watch it. <laughs> no, watch no, it. you were and, right. No, watch it and then can't. You don't. I don't think you need Prime. So I think you can just watch. All right, so it. sign yeah. up for Prime. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then immediately cancel doesn't it suck when you realize everything's evil so you're just yeah. like, don't support that but unless it's for me yeah. <laughs> i kind of need to use it <laughs> follow me on instagram which fucking yeah. sucks fuck, fuck amazon but if they picked us up and asked us to produce a movie yeah go watch that movie go amazon watch that movie man where do i sign <laughs> So any evil corporations listening, uh, we're available oh, for work. Yeah, I am in need of it. <laughs> please give not us available money. in need. Yeah, yeah. please. But well, yeah. So anyway, I got that. I got that company. And if anyone needs, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you to plug things. And there I'd, you go. I'd rather sound desperate. If anyone, please, guys. If anyone <laughs> please, needs, please do you need a commercial? Do you have a company that needs video production? Well, Matt. Yeah. Thank you I hope for being I was, a guest. I hope I didn't talk too much. I guess that's the well, point. Well, no, that, we're glad you that did. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for being on the show. We really thank, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you. Wow, that was fun. Uh, that was, man, always great to talk to such a good old friend of ours. I mean, we've known him for, what, 10 years? Yeah, yeah. We've, we've both known him for probably about a decade. Good guy, good dude. Love you, Matt Leary. And uh, if you also love Matt Leary, after having listened to that, uh, we'll just look at our, our our info in the episode, and you can find places to find him on all the social medias. Yep, very very funny man, and uh, we're always happy to have him. Yeah, just a jack of all trades when it comes to art, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, good dude. All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time.